Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. I'm Joe Scrabbles. I'm joined by yes, 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 <laughs> Simon Cardi. You beat me to that. The catchphrase, man. Stop me from doing it. I can't believe. I've got a little so, catchphrase um, where he says, "Well, yes. we haven't introduced our guests this week. No, we are joined excitingly by Max Scoville from the San hey. Francisco office. How's Hello, it going, Max? How are you doing? Thanks for having me, guys. It's no good. Uh, it's a special treat. I have, it's been almost a week since I did a podcast of any sort. Exactly. It's going slowly mad. <laughs> as <Just> we, <laughs> and as you uh, established beforehand, you are allowed to swear on this I'm one. I'm so fucking excited Yay! about saying the F words <laughs> and the S words. I don't know why that's a rule in, in the States. A bunch of fucking Puritans. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why you did leave us here, to go and be Puritans. So yeah. you're at least keeping up your end of the yeah. bargain. Uh, Max, we have questions we always ask new Uh-oh. guests on the show. They're very easy. Don't worry about it. Uh, what's your favorite game? That's, <laughs> That's not an easy question at all. You, you have to do it. It's um, one of the Metal Gear Solids. Yeah? I, I, I can't pick one. That's fine. I like two. I like five. Five is broken as hell. He didn't finish it. I saw the... Three is objectively the best one. Yeah. The weirdly <laughs> recurring think piece that pops up every now and then going like you don't actually like Metal Gear Solid 2 yes I do Metal yeah. Gear Solid 2 is fucking brilliant I don't I, care okay, it's no, on actually no I, I changed my answer my answer is my favorite video game ever is the is the tanker mission demo disc that came with <laughs> yes. Zone of the Enders <laughs> that was incredible uh, favorite movie god damn it these are not easy questions ah <laughs> uh, Short answer, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. That's an easy one, I think. It's a good film. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. I remember the last time I watched that was in your hotel room at Star Wars Celebration. And I remember us oh, all yeah. crowding around the TV and getting drunk and watching Empire That's Strikes Back. That's a good thing to do. It was such a lovely experience. Yeah. Uh, and your favorite TV show? Oh... Uh, Simpsons, maybe? I don't yeah. know. That's an easy... That's, a, that's yeah, good. You know, seasons three through seven or whatever. Yeah. Um, and have you seen the film The Prestige and what did you think of it? Oh, uh, yeah, I've seen it. I think it's all right. I know it's it's it's, Ooh, a, it's I, dangerous. No, wait, 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 wait. Okay, I think it's I think it's good. I think I have uh, Nolan hype fatigue. Okay, I think that I've I've the the discussion around Nolan has has just it's ad nauseum, you know. And I mm-hmm. I it's not my favorite of his. Oh, it's n- neither is it mine. It's, you're all wrong. It's my second favorite. That's fine. I think it should have been called. Batman versus Wolverine as magicians. Yeah, Wizard Battle, I yeah. believe, was uh, Rory's brother's title for it. <laughs> wizard. Um, wizard, it's about these two wizards having a battle. <laughs> Fucking hell! As, yeah, as we've said before, that's the perfect pitch for Rory. Yeah, uh, so that's good. Well, satisfactory answers. I didn't. I, you don't yeah. like the prestige as much as you passed. should. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. He did okay. Uh, let's talk films if we're on that. Films. Stint. I like films. Yeah, you've just been away. I you have. went to a foreign country. Yes, the, again. The American they're still states. Me, they're still letting me there. Why do they let me in, Max? I don't know. There's worse <laughs> people there, probably. That is true. Yeah, that is definitely true. Uh, um, How to Train I went, Your Dragon. Yes. Three. Um, I didn't go to the country that How to Train Your Dragon is then, which... Viking land. Yeah. Is that what it's actually um, called? No. No. That's oh. the Isle of Burke, which is quite good as well. Burke. Um, uh, because we can swear, should we talk about the etymology of the word Burke as Go used by it. British people? Have you heard the word Burke? Uh, yeah. It's like a it's like a sort of... Just because I'm an idiot. Yeah, you, it's just like, like you're, you're a Burke. Burke. Yeah. Uh, it actually comes from rhyming slang, Berkshire Hunt. Cunt. And oh. So I used to get called a Burke by teachers at school. And yeah. then found out later on that they were all calling me a cunt. Wow. <laughs> it's quite something. Yeah, probably suits you though, doesn't it? Thank you. Um, no, I went to Los Angeles in California. Yeah. Uh, it was warm there. It's not at the moment here, is it? Oh my god! Um, is this what you're not enjoying this? No, I'm still a little jet lagged. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I luckily got to visit DreamWorks Animation Studio, which mm. is incredible. What a place! They have Shrek in the front door. Do they actually? Yeah. Not at, well, you know, statue. He yeah. doesn't exist. But um, full color. Full color. Yeah. My my dad at the moment is living in Nepal. For reasons okay. of political prisonership. No, he's just there for work. And uh, he recently went to a Nepalese theme park called Whoopi Land. And he sent me a picture of the off-brand Shrek they oh, have waving no. you in. Oh, yes. It's fucking amazing. It's just this like statue of a really thin Shrek. I have waving. dozens of photographs on my phone of bootleg Shrek things. Oh, I'll send Shrek this one over. Incredible. It's quite something. I, I Sometimes if I'm sad, I just search Shrek cakes. And then, <laughs> fun fact, there's no such thing as a nice-looking yeah. Shrek. Cake. <laughs> Shrek is love. Shrek is life. Yeah. Um, that is lovely. But yeah, I also saw Poe from Kung Fu Panda. 
Oh, yeah. But rate those the points. main reason I was there was because there's a new How to Train Your Dragon out yeah. in the UK next week, 1st yeah. of February. Is that next week? I've lost track of all uh, time. Yeah, it's next Friday. Yeah. Um, it's not out to US till like late February, so. It's That's bizarre. It's weird. Sorry, out slowly. It's been Australia for a month. Yeah, but. Yeah. It was winter. Um, yeah, summer what's it about? What's it about? It's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, have you, have you seen the first two House of Train Dragons? I've seen the first. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. yeah. Second one's really good. Yeah, I've heard that. First one's good. Second one I really liked. Mm. And this third one is brilliant. It's I the best of the three. I absolutely loved it. I would say so. On, yeah, that and two are very close, I'd say. Okay. Um, it just wraps. So it's actually the conclusion of a trilogy. They're actually ending it, which right. is. Not what Toy, well, Toy Story kind of did, but have come back. Yeah, but, that's, a, that's a surprising move on DreamWorks' part. Yeah, but they've it's, got the TV show, right? So true, maybe they'll yeah. just yeah. keep doing that. It's a fun. really good ending. It wraps it up really well, which is quite impressive. I wasn't expecting that. Oh. It's a really emotional ending. So I was sitting in this the really dragon fucking dies. Yeah. <laughs> As you imagine, in DreamWorks, they have this incredible cinema with the best sound system I've ever heard. Yeah, and it's a big like I don't know two or three hundred seat theatre. Just you. It was just me That's sitting so in there. Good. <laughs> it was the incredible. Life of a critic <laughs> at, at nine a.m. Oh, go in there in dark, kind of half. I, I was actually surprisingly awake. But um, just last 10 minutes, I started, I was almost tearing up oh, by myself in a cinema. That's lovely. And I was, because it was like, um, obviously it's a theatre where they do like screenings and reviews for the film. Um, inside house, you know, if it's going well with people. I was just half, I was very conscious of smiling at the right bits and looking <laughs> emotional and trying not to look at my phone because I just had it in my head that someone was watching me the yeah. whole time. They definitely thinking, would Thinking, what's well. his reaction to this bit? There is, that, is, that is a side of, of going to press screenings and stuff mm. that no one talks about. Is yeah. that it's, it's this... Very self-conscious. Yeah, yeah. And then you'll you get like PR people afterwards being like, so, yep. <laughs> what'd you think? The but, weird thing with films they don't do with games is that the PRs will send you an email afterwards being like, what's your feedback? And it's like, mm. sometimes I don't want to say. But like, I'm <laughs> too polite. Whatever I go see, whether it's a game or a film, someone if a PR or a person who's made it asks me what do I think, I always say, I liked it. Fantastic. I'm too, I'm too polite to say... I, I made that this game has now been put on indefinite hiatus so who gives a shit I, um, <laughs> I saw uh, the EVE FPS Project Nova mm. uh, and gave it quite a quite a poor previewing yeah. uh, verdict but I made the mistake of one of the guys came up to me afterwards like oh what do you think of the game I was like yeah it's interesting yes yeah, it's just oh, really good interesting. Yeah, it's interesting it's good ideas yeah. <laughs> so, no. so obviously hated it I genuinely loved how to train Dragon 3 it's yeah it's the best of the three, I think, mm. and yeah, I don't want to. I can't say too much about spoiling mm. the film because if you love that series, which I only watched the first two over Christmas because I knew I was doing this, yeah, and I was pleasantly surprised with how good they are. And we've got I, some primo content. Yeah, coming next from week you, we'll have. I like, got to speak to the director. I said director really you did. early. Um, the uh, head of design. So I've got a feature on the town of Burt. Well, That's the cool. Isle of Burt. Imagine, I'd love and to the head of character animation. Head of design for like a fantasy yeah. film must be fucking weird. Yeah. Like, they, they, they mimic the dragon's movements after a cat, cat right? They, well, that's actually one of my features, uh, how real life animals uh, created dragons. Not they didn't create them, you know, influenced. <laughs> just, just let a dog <laughs> walk over a laptop. I, I don't want to spoil that feature yet, but there's like a dozen different animals when in some of the... Like the first drawing of the new dragon, which is the light figure yeah. in the film, uh, the first drawing is based on a lemur. That's cool. A lemur and a lioness and also a South American lizard. Like salamander. That's cool. That's great. They all combined. Yeah, I mean, to I, create this I thing. enjoyed the first one. I remember being, you know, pleasantly surprised. Mm. And but I remember the dragon just being really endearing. Yeah. yeah. And I, I feel like this this is a series that's definitely sort of gotten some momentum. And yeah. Maybe I don't know. I, I think it's gonna it's gonna have that Shrek effect where you quietly realize an entire effect. generation grew up with it. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, this isn't like an ironic appreciation. People genuinely love this. Yeah. Stuff. That's what I was saying. I think if I was like 10, 11 years old now, it would be my Toy Story. Yeah, I could like see that. That sort of yeah. trilogy I've grown up with. I still find it weird that Jay Baruchel was allowed to become a leading man in a Hollywood motion picture. perfect for it. Yeah, he, he, does, basically he does plays himself. But I just, I can't stand him whenever I see him in stuff. Yeah. And then he seems quite good in this. No, but Fair yeah. play to him. Had a, He's had proved a me wrong. Time. And yeah, DreamWorks is an incredible place. It's like yeah. being, it's basically a university where everyone is just 
animating all day. It's amazing. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Is it one of the? Is it like? Because you always see Pixar. I've never mm. seen DreamWorks. Is it like that campusy? Yeah, it's a like, big. Cam- I got a tour of the campus. They have like just you can go and have like art drawing classes. They have like yoga during the day classes. They got people on segways going around. Mm. The canteen, the free lunch was incredible. There they were got so many options. Coca Cola in the taps. <laughs> Does everybody make that same shit eating grin that's on all the boxes of their movies? <laughs> no, everyone looked absolutely miserable with their life. No. <laughs> That would be that'd be haunting though if you went there and it was like a you know like a being John Malkovich thing that everyone's just doing the B movie face. Yeah, <laughs> it's that same grinning donkey face. Was was B movie? Was DreamWorks? It? I think thing. it was because um, the more I've never seen that film, and so the more I of, hear about it, the more I think I should definitely see B movie. That one. Whereas I think there are people who genuinely do love the Shrek films. Mm. I think B movie. No one has ever loved it, and it had just became a strange meme. Because it yeah. is about a bee falling in love and having an actual relationship with a human woman, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. I think that's what <laughs> happens. Because you hear people talk about it like it's one of the most baffling films that's ever happened. It's like <laughs> I'm very intrigued. Like, now. Seinfeld's bee falls in love with a full-size yeah. human woman, and I, they start a relationship. <laughs> I did have a couple of uh, awkward moments where I was given the full like hour tour of the campus, and along the way, the guy was like, "So, uh, have you seen Boss Baby?" And I was like, "No, no, I haven't." He's like, "Well." Oh, it doesn't Oscar matter anyway. Here's some, Boss Baby. here's some drawings from that, and then I watched, like I watched Boss Baby. Yeah, what would you think? I think I got blind drunk in the process. <laughs> yes, it is. It, it's one of those things that just becomes like unthinkable. Like someone will tell you things that happen in it, and you're you're like, no, you're, you're fucking with me. That's not that's not what happens in the film. And you yeah. see it, and you're like, that no, that was 100 percent correct. That was yeah. a true. That's Amazing. why I have positive feelings about Suicide Squad, because I was fucked watching it, and it was great. And a similar thing, like, he didn't mention Madagascar or Kung Fu Panda to me, or Shrek. Yeah. So the next one he mentioned, we were outside in a little, they have, like, a waterfall which drowns out the freeway noise, which is really clever, so it's, like, well. soothing. Um, and by this little, like, lake they have, he was like, so have you seen Turbo? And I was like... Oh, <laughs> Jesus! I was like, uh, this is, no, I haven't, this sorry. He's like, do you know what it's about? I'm like, isn't it about, like, racing snails? And I was like, exactly. And it was like, when they were animating this, round on this little rock here was where they dropped lots of snails and um, basically drew the snails for their movement, for the animation. I was like, is there a lot of animation in a snail movement? It's just kind of sliding like along. the most exciting anecdote ever told about Turbo. Well... This is the thing that he told me. Half the team were stuck on the rock at campus drawing snails as they slowly move. The other half were at the Indy 500 <laughs> because it's <laughs> about a, a snail basically doing the equivalent of the Indy 500 is what I believe. So they were all at that incredible event watching that and the other half were at home drawing snails. That sounds like a, just a bizarre <laughs> would you rather. Would you rather watch snails or be at the Indy 500? <laughs> and I would really prefer to do neither. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, How to Train Your Dragon is, I would give it two thumbs up. Nice. That's my new scale. Uh, and that's a maximum because I only have two thumbs. You're absolutely right. It's uh, a, novel, a novel scale. <laughs> the Speaking of uh, foreign climbs, uh, we went to Japan, didn't we? We did as well. I've had, I've had a busy few months. Yeah, we went you? at the end of last year and we went, we can now say yes. arbitrarily that we saw Kingdom Hearts 3. Yes. Um, we went to Studio... In a song. <laughs> we went, to, to, we went to a Square Enix studio. <laughs> we met Tetsuya Nomura. Yes. Who's an interesting man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, yes. he's, he's, um, he's singular. There's no yeah. one else like Nomura. Uh, I'm going to stop there for fear of, uh, <laughs> you know, you fear never, of giving away my true feelings. You never would have guessed it by the completely normal and uh, predictable series Kingdom Hearts. Yes. Yeah. Doesn't deviate at all from... Strange, normal, <laughs> normal. I, I don't. I can't even talk about Kingdom Hearts because I'm just scared of the fan base becoming angry oh, with me. Oh, it's fine. It's uh, well, that's the thing. The centerpiece of our trip was, unfortunately, we didn't get to play it because I don't know. Um, but we got to see the co-director Yasuo play uh, three different worlds, four different yes. worlds. We got Tangled, Pirates of the Caribbean, Toy Story, Toy Story. I think that's it, wasn't it? And Frozen. And Frozen. Yeah. Um, Go and. As someone who's like sort of interested in that series from a, oh my God, how is this still being made? Like this is quite lit. I think this is honestly the weirdest and biggest licensing operation in human history. Um, Like that's always been my interest. Just watching it be played, I was like, fuck this. I forget that this is like, a good game at the Mm. same time. Like it's a really fun action It's like 30 different games in one, isn't it? It's mental. 
it just keeps switching genre every five seconds. And mm. and then just, like, it really handles... It goes. It seems to be going, like, a step beyond where Final Fantasy XV was, which is, like, we can't abandon what everyone remembers Final Fantasy Combat being, mm. but we can turn it into, like, an event that you're taking part in as opposed to just directing. Hmm. And this one pushes that further by just making your abilities... Every so often, a new ability will just pop up. I'm sure there's a reason for it. I don't know why. Um, and when you press the button, incredible things happen. Mm. Like a fucking pirate ship made of lights appears, and it becomes a mini game about or swinging it as Ponzo's hard as possible. Tower just appears from the floor. Yeah, or Wreck It Ralph kills appears everyone and, around. Yeah, <laughs> and you play as Wreck It Ralph, smashing the floor and making blocks appear that they yeah. explode. It's like this is fucking cool. Like they've really yeah. nailed making combat in a JRPG or what used to be a JRPG mm. into something like I gotta say, genuinely I'm, different. I'm curious about this one. Yeah. You know, because I think mechanically it, it end up just as just a feat of creation. Mm. It's, it's, I mean, it's up there with like smash bros where you're like, how did you get all those, all these people in here? There's a lot of, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, but I've, I've always had my own sort of misgivings about the, the, I guess the mixture of Disney and, and square stuff. Mm. Mm. Which is the whole point, and some people love it, and some people are fine with it. And for me, it's always been like, nah, I don't like it. Yeah, I, I won't over, I won't overcome that to actually experience the game. And I'm just at this point, I'm just like, you know what? I know this is the worst part to jump on. This <laughs> is the absolute. It w- probably won't make any sense from what I understand. It yeah. doesn't make a lot of sense, even if you have been yep. playing everything. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't know. Like it's, it's, it feels like feels kind of kinky almost to just be like, <laughs> like I think I'm going to give this a, try, a shot I'm going to yeah. spark this spice things up in the the living room fuck you dad <laughs> I'm playing as goofy yeah <laughs> yeah I, I don't know like everyone the sort of the hype surrounding it has been really just fascinating to watch are, are you a big fan of it or no like I played the first one years and years ago and then I've just watched in increasing bafflement by it and uh, yeah like I said the thing that's always interested me is like I can't believe this is being made and they're getting permission to do this so like a lot of our interviews Mm. we spoke to lots we talked to a character creation team the animation team and most of my questions were just like what is it like working with Disney when you have to turn Rapunzel into like a killing machine? <laughs> like, what does that mean? And how do you pitch it? But like, and they're almost recreating cutscenes from Monsters Inc. and making them look better than they did that's because it. the technology is better these days yeah. than Pixar had. There are scenes that replicate the films that now look better. And so yeah. I said, like, do you? Is there a thing where you're not allowed to look better than Pixar or Disney? Do mm. they make you scale back what you do? And they're like, no. The point is that. Pixar or Disney become more controlling about making it look as good as they could make it look now. So they're like creating fantasy Pixar stuff. And what to the point where one person told me we were showing the Monsters Inc. team, the wider Monster Monsters Inc. team, a cutscene, and people walked in the room and were like, Are we is there a new movie? Like they, they genuinely didn't realize that it was game technology. Write that on the box. Yeah, that's, that's fucking, yeah, yeah it's that's, fucking amazing. That's impressive. Yeah. I, I love the anecdote about how Donald Duck look in the Pirates of the Caribbean world. So the Pirates of the Caribbean world, they're trying to make look, as opposed to the other worlds, which are obviously animated Pirates of the Caribbean, they're trying to make look as realistic as possible. And they try to make a realistic Donald Duck, which looks terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they detect a Pikachu. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, so they said like, these Donald and Goofy are in that world. We got them to say they are the most realistic official depictions of Donald Duck and Goofy ever made. Yeah, I think we, we talked about this on on Beyond, and Dornbush was talking about that. And mm. I uh, I think that might be the selling point of this game for me. <laughs> yeah. I think that might be when I just changed my mind of I will not play this game too. No, I will actually play this game yeah. because the, the Donald Duck has never been so realistic. Yeah, he's got individual feathers and like a a textured beak. But then they, they originally gave him like really bulbous eyes, and he like we didn't sadly didn't get to see that drawing. But, but yeah, I want to see it. They said like we had a point where they were so realistic that people kept calling them creepy, so we had to scale they back. They made a Donald like, Duck so realistic it drove a man insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a guy just under the office in a basement just screaming. Just quacking. Just quacking. <laughs> I, love, I just like this Lovecraftian Donald Duck that yeah. drives you mad upon looking at we it. Were, we were talking about Sin City yesterday. I bet he screams like that woman who has her hands eaten. Oh. Just, you made me watch! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I haven't thought about that in 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't remember. Oh, we were talking about Robert Rodriguez. That's yeah. why. What a weird career that man's had. Yeah. Anyway, 
that's Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. It actually looks interesting. I can't believe I'm it. Very much. It's out next week. That's I know. mad, isn't it? After 14 a years. Yeah, it's insane. Um, Is it 14? Yeah. But there was an amazing... Oh when we went into the interview with uh, Yasuo, the co-director, yeah. I was like, oh, how are you feeling? Like, it's nearly done. He's like, yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> just like, he just... I can't imagine what it must be like to work that long on one thing. Yeah. Because he's been there the whole time. Well, they start on four soon, won't they? <laughs> imagine what's that one going to be like? Marvel and Star Wars. Yeah, I hope so. That'd be really good. That's, uh, that's yeah. I mean, oh, it's, I think it's, it's going to be like thirty a, years. It's going to be like a Smash Ultimate scenario. Imagine if we found like, out. What do you add? Like, what do you? <laughs> imagine if we found out that's what the Avengers project is at Square Enix. <laughs> it's the, that it's would the be incredible. So the thing that blows my mind about this, and I'm a complete and utter. utter like hypocrite because I'm a Metal Gear fan and it's one of those things where you're like where do you start and also what is this nonsense yeah there's like no good jumping on point Mm. but with Kingdom Hearts for it to be attached to the most uh, arguably the most sort of like accessible and and casual of of properties like did you know Disney is like it's a duck and a dog you know it's like it's it's kids movies Mm -hmm. and it's it's kind of once you consume them that's the extent of the lore to pair that with such just Deeply complex and like like long-winded, twisty, turny backstory. It mm. seems completely mm. odd. And for Disney to be like, yeah, go ahead. It's been 14 years making this. And for Square to be like, yeah, we're doing this. It does feel like they signed a contract at some point 20 years ago that still holds true. It's like you, ha- you have to let us keep using mm. your characters for this mad, like... Yeah. Do you think they'd ever? I mean, they they would they wouldn't they wouldn't ever reboot it. You could. I don't think it's possible at this point. Like, but he keeps saying this is the end of the Dark Seeker saga, which means there could be any number of other Kingdom Hearts sagas. Like, he he will keep making this till he's dead. Like, and then it will stop because he told me no one's allowed to make it unless it's me making it. Wow, I'm looking forward to it just because I know there's so much mad stuff I haven't seen yet. Yeah, because I've steered clear of all the spoilers. Not that. Even if I read the full script to that game, I wouldn't know what's going on. No. So it's not going to spoil anything for me. Yeah. But I, I, there is a yeah. bit of me that's almost like if I didn't watch the cutscenes to this game, would I become more invested in it? Because then it's all my story. <laughs> not having to yeah. like try and work out what Zayahor is. Hmm. I've what, is yeah, what is that game if you don't pay attention to the story? Is it fun? It's a series just- of. Fights just sandbox levels in Disney World. It's got to be fun. It does actually it sound sounds quite great. good. <laughs> yeah. that's, I don't know. Maybe I'll be one of those insufferable people who's like, yeah, I skipped the cutscenes. <laughs> uh, that sounds quite good. Anyway, yeah. I'm excited for that. I'm also quite excited for Far Cry New Dawn, which I got oh, to yeah. play last week. Um, because five never really clicked with me. Mm, didn't with me either. I didn't but finish it. This is five. This is essentially five's world, mm-hmm. but way more colourful. And it has every right to be as stupid as it is, as opposed to Far Cry 5, which felt like quite bad satire most of the time. I couldn't, I couldn't make sense of Far Cry 5. It felt, it felt both like reaching too hard to be relevant, but also pulled, it, pulled its punches. Yeah, and, and, like, yeah. It, it never decided to have an opinion despite expressing one all the time yeah. through all its different characters. And then there was the man who just ate bull's testicles. Yeah. That was quite good. I did like that part where you had to harvest them. That was that was very strange. That was when it, was, it veered into Saints Row territory. Yeah, exactly. So I'm excited about this one because uh, Drew Holmes, who uh, he worked on five. I, I feel like the bull testicle thing might very well have been him. Mm-hmm. He, before that, he worked on Bioshock Infinite and Saints Row the third. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of sort of track his relationship with... American culture, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and I think this is the first one that he's in like an executive writing position oh, cool. or something. So I, there's going to, I think it, this one could get very weird. Yeah, I, I mean, there's a couple of bits already, like returning to the island where the first, where five starts with the whole church and stuff. Something weird is going on there, and it goes into full-on Far Cry hallucination straight away as soon as you get there, and like that's all good fun, and it feels like that's like a subplot amidst the wider game, like what happened to, what was he called? Joseph Seed mm-hmm. and all his cult business. Isn't, but then, he, isn't he still alive? Or I, I, He's I in the trailer, isn't he? Well, there's a, Unless there's it's a, a flashback there's a, or something. Uh, there's a, like a poster of, um, of him up on the wall, but I don't know whether he's still in that world. Somewhere. It has a load of characters aged mm. 17 years who but are still around. It has this whole, it is just the map from Far Cry 5, isn't it? Re- 
skin yeah. effectively. And there's like bomb craters everywhere yeah. and radiation. But doesn't areas it also have stuff? these mad little expeditions like Alcatraz and places? Uh, so I didn't get to see Alcatraz, but there are like there's a uh, there's uh, a there's what? a French Canadian <laughs> man who has a a little plane, no, a little helicopter called La Grande Patate that he's very proud of, <laughs> and uh, and he'll fly you to just individual tiny maps that are essentially like fighting fetch quests. You get to a point on the map, you steal a thing, and then you have to get to an extraction zone and everyone knows where you are. So you can stealth all the way in, but you can't stealth the way out. And so the first ones are like an aircraft carrier. So you, you can zip line onto this aircraft carrier that's covered in goons and they're like driving cars around the deck and stuff, which is really cool. And then you steal this thing, but it's in the basement of the ship. You have to fight all your way back up to the ship and then what became very clear to me was what it wants you to do is steal one of those cars and drive it off the ramp into the sea and parachute onto the beach where you get picked up. And it's proper action mm. movie shit. That sounds fun as hell. It's a really good idea. And it's I'm surprised they haven't done it before. Like, as soon as they do it, you go, oh, yeah, that makes perfect sense. That sounds a bit like some of the missions in Far Cry 3, I feel like. Did they go to, like, individual places? No, I not, don't remember. Not, not, like, separate places. I'm just, there's that one, there's that one mission. Far Cry 3 is definitely one of my favorite games ever. I love mm. that game. Um, but there's that one where there's a big, like, gutted boat that they're all, all the pirates and stuff are hanging out oh, in. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just associating beaches and boats here. Yeah. But, uh, that sounds... I saw a headline on IGN about how, like, it's changing the outpost system. Is that what that's referring to? So that's a separate thing, which is every time you take an outpost now, you can take it and have it as normal, and it's kind of easy. And then you can go to a desk in that place, and it says scavenge. And it makes no sense in terms of what actually happens. But essentially, your people leave, you get a reward of some currency, and then when you go back again, that outpost is leveled up. And so every, there are more people and they're all stronger with better gear, but you get more for taking it. And it goes to level three. And level three is fucking insanely hard. Oh. So it just lets you play increasingly difficult versions of outposts, which is a nice idea because it just makes... They're almost always the most fun parts right, of right. a modern Far Cry game. And most importantly, don't you have a pig as an ally? You can get Horatio the Wild Boar as a friend. I mean, he's really good. He's got a proper fuzzy he, snout. He just like... Mole people. He's just a tasks. bulldozer. Yeah. So like instead of so in you've got a dog companion again, which is a Shiba Inu in this one. No, an Akita, which is wicked. Um, mm. called Timber, and he'll do the standard thing of like marking and occasionally taking one mm. out. Whereas Horatio's just like fuck him up, Horatio. He's yeah. kind of the, the yeah. stand-in for Hamburger the Bear. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, so that's like good fun, and yeah, just like lots of little bits and pieces that feel like oh, it's Far Cry Five, but without the trying to make a point, and I really like that. I've I've developed a habit with recent Ubisoft games of just skipping one or two and coming back, and it's mm. immensely rewarding. Yeah, uh, it, it's tricky when there if there's any kind of serialized plot stuff, which isn't doesn't really work for Assassin's Creed, but for Far Cry, mm. mm-hmm. uh, it's great. You know, and I think yeah. that I don't know. You you notice the little the little nudges that they make to different systems yeah. and, and tweaks here and there. I guess because they're always making two at once, generally of each franchise. Like at least Assassin's Creed and Far Cry, they're always simultaneously making two at some point. Which means if you skip two, then you've got over the hump where they're mm-hmm. making the same thing, sort of like Odyssey and Origins. Like the next mm-hmm. one will be different. It's why I'm a bit sad I missed Watch Dogs two because I bet that doesn't feel that as game. good now. I know you really love it. I skipped Watch Dogs one and I love yeah. two. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Meanwhile, um, I played Assassin's Creed Origins and I didn't jump into Odyssey. Yeah, everyone is like Odyssey around. is the best. Yeah, yeah, Odyssey yeah. is much better. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, like I'm I'm. I'm interested. I, I still think I'm more excited for Rage 2 because it feels like a very similar plot and I bet they're really upset that Far Cry New Dawn's getting in first. But it's an id shooter and an avalanche open world which kind of, they, that feels a bit more reactive to me. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what the story's going to be like. So mm-hmm. that'll it's, be a, it's a brand new thing from the ground up. Yeah. Whereas Far Cry, we know fairly yeah. fairly well what that is. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, right, that's everything we're going to talk about. Dale's not here here. But he's going to be here in your ear in a We're second. Going to throw to him live. Going to throw to him. Let's say live. Let's have um, a bit of fun in a in a haunted maze. Resident Evil. Hello, guys. I'm at the Resident Evil Experience here, and I'm currently in the waiting room. And I've just found out that I'm probably going through this on my own, and there's going to be someone else holding a torch. So, shitting my pants right now. Um, I'll catch back up with you when I'm in. Right, off we go, thank you. Thank you. 
Oh my god, right. Oh my god, who, who are you? Are we alone? No, no, no. We're, we're good, we're good. Are you bitten? Wait, right there. Can... What do you mean, bitten? No. What's going on here? I thought it was a police station. Are you okay? Do you need, do you need a hand? Paul, this is Officer Ridley. I have survivors on level one. Can you dispatch pickup over? You wait. Uh, that is a negative, Officer. We do not... Yes, yes. Take this. Thank you. Okay. Give me your head. Give me your head. Go. Go on, Jesus. I'm going to show you something over here. Okay. All right. Train the flashlight on the schematic, okay? Oh, my God. Right, okay. Oh. I see. So we're looking at a map. Okay, focus now. We're here, okay? Okay. okay. They're collecting survivors in the safe house on level four. You're going to go through this door and through the next door immediately opposite, which will lead to the office. You find my desk, Ridley. That's me, okay? In my desk, there is a key to access the roof. You go straight through, and it will lead you to this door here. From there, you unlock the door and go straight up. Do you understand? Yes, yes. 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 Okay. Were you listening? Because I wasn't. Press the side button here. Yeah. Press it hard. Okay, when it makes that sound, you can try to talk to control. Okay. They'll help you. They'll help you as much as you can. You go, go through now. Okay, there's not much time. You gonna be alright? I, I can't come with you, just go quickly. Okay, go he's got the flashlight, go forward. Good luck, Ridley. Yeah, see you later, Ridley. <laughs> okay, where, yes. where did she say we gotta go? I wasn't listening. Okay. I mean, it's, oh, it's very loud. Oh, hello. Oh, oh. It's like a star's office. No. Oh no, it's not. It's, it's just an office in a police station. Yeah. It's very loud in here. What did she say we had to do? We had to get a key to the... Oh, Ridley's desk. Okay, let's try and find Ridley's desk. Oh my God, somebody... If you look for the, if you look for the names, like you see they've got the name card things. Yeah. So, Ridley, which one's it? Oh my God, that's cool. Officer Ridley. Hey, we found Officer Ridley's desk. She's got a floppy disk. Who has a floppy disk? Oh, wait, it's 1998. I forgot. Okay. Uh, Officer Ridley, what's it? No, we should check the other side. Oh my God, this is tense. It's very loud. The freaking me out. Oh, found a key. Found a key. Yeah, there we go. Wait, do you want to have a key or I I mean, what, what, what's the key for? Oh, right. Oh. Where's the phone? Oh. It's over here and I don't like it though. Oh. <laughs> okay, we just entered another hallway and there's a flashing red light. Oh, and there's an old school phone. Should we answer the phone? Oh, geez. Jesus oh Christ. God. Oh, wow. The key, the key, the key. Right, right. The key, the key. Oh, let's go. Unlock the door. I am face to face with a zombie right now. It's very intense. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna back out of this. Oh god! It's just, he's got a shotgun! <laughs> oh, I'm, 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 I'm in, I'm in. You alright? How did you get this secret in the building? We found a key. She, she didn't make it, man. Wait, she was alright, wasn't she? No. <laughs> well, maybe she was. Are you guys okay? Yes, we're good for now. I'm guessing you just met Joe, right? Oh, okay. Oh, we didn't, get, we didn't trade names. Well, consider that a good thing. Listen, <laughs> we don't know what the fuck is going on here, but they're either sick, alive, dead. We don't even know if they're human, okay? But we know that they're dangerous. Yeah. Flynn, you're going to want to come and take a look at this. Flynn, I have civilians. Come, copy. Is he all right? They they tried to bite me. What's that all about? All right, sorry. Okay. <laughs> it's not a laughing matter. Jesus fucking Christ! You people need to be more careful. 
There's an arm. Oh. That's not good. Someone's unarmed. Where's the rest of it? <laughs> oh my god. Don't go too close. Okay. Oh. Hey you, what's your name? Dale. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Fiona, I'm gonna need you to be really brave, Fiona. Uh, go on, Fiona. You can do it. I need you to slowly lift it for me. He's alright, he's got you covered with a shotgun. You're well, you're cool. Be, be brave. He knows what he's doing. Oh my god. Oh. Okay. Alright. You guys make sure nothing comes up behind us. Okay. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, oh. Come on the rear, come on the rear. Oh. <laughs> wait here. Wait here, wait here. I feel like we're in a bad position here. Oh, against the wall. Against the wall, okay. Oh my god. I'm scared though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. Is anybody hurt? No, no, not, not yet. No. Oh my god. Oh, no. Hey Fiona, listen, I trust you now, okay? Okay. Hold this light, stay here. Drive away. Stay here. Stay here. It's Fiona, stay here. Are you oh. So the policeman's approaching this weird woman and he's got a shotgun. I mean, I've been on worse dates. <laughs> it's a. Oh, it's his mate. Be careful. Oh god. Uh oh, it's a zombie. Do it! Oh, okay. No, that's a bad move. Oh! Oh, god. oh my god! Keep going, keep going. Oh my god, we gotta run! We're running! Ah! What the fuck is that? I'm not stopping! Oh! Oh, Jesus, You've got a gun, use it! Oh, oh my god, okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. 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 Okay, alright. This is very intense. We just said we'd not been bitten. Why are we having an anti- I need you to take this. Why have I got to take this if I haven't been bitten? Oh, he's suspicious. Okay, listen up. It's going to take him for an hour, okay? Okay. okay. We need you to take this seriously. I am taking it seriously. I'm just, it's a genuine question. I think he was bitten. What? You little oh. snitch! Oh. <laughs> As it has happened when this happens, I need you to drink this. It's gonna kick him within an hour, right? So I gotta drink this vial. Okay. Okay, it's very hard to do with a camera in my hand, so that's right, I got it. Right, I'm gonna drink the vial. Okay, 18. Ready? Get it down here. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, 
Okay, great. Can now leave. Uh, 1826. Uh, was, I had a little bit of a nasty kick, that one. <laughs> what actually was it? <laughs> oh, lovely. That was the end. That was quite intense, but I survived and now I'm at the party. So, back to you guys in the studio. Ta ra! Right, quiz time. Uh, so, Max, we used to have um, a quiz called uh, Keyword Countdown that a certain Gav Murphy invented. And everyone loved Keyword Countdown. And then he left and we can't use it anymore. So, we now have a feature called The Endless Search, which is us looking for a game that can be as good as Keyword Countdown. And our readers send us in quizzes every week and we play them and then we assess yeah. them. Uh, it's your turn to be the quiz master this week. It is. Cardi. PG tips. Time for PG tips. Oh my, that's fruity. Time for a nice cup of PG. It's PG. Pick the youngest, freshest tips of the tea bush. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. No. No. Yes. Stop saying yes. Stop it. Let me have my phone. Everyone loves it. It's the best bit of the podcast when I say yes. You four said times. that about your football manager <laughs> feature, and people wrote in complaints. Yeah, but also people like it. Unbelievable. So you know, I'm a very polarising individual. You are. That is true. Um, this week's quiz format, Joe. Yes. It's called PG Tips, as you may have heard in the jingle. Okay. It's from Richard in Pontypridd. We were talking about Pontypridd yesterday. We were because. Gav was telling us a story about like a, a hoax terrorist attack in yeah, Pontypridd. Yeah, his friend said he'd go, he'd said there was going to be a terrorist attack in Pontypridd <laughs> in South Wales. That's weird. Ooh, yeah, that was a fun story. But uh, thank you, Richard, because it's a good quiz format. It kind of riffs off one we're familiar with, Joe. Is it keyword countdown? You be the judge of that. <laughs> uh, so here's the explanation. I've I've adapted it ever so slightly. Okay, but it's still a good game, Richard. Thank you very much. So, IMD provides parents with some crazy guidance. IMDB. IMDB, yeah. Yeah. And actual, I think you can... You can go to the BBC, yeah. Well, yeah, and on IMDB, yeah, they have the parental advisory section. Oh, I see, right. um, Where I think it's part official, part just users adding in Mm -hmm. their own parental guidance for films. That sounds good. Um, So, this game is to guess the film from the parental guidance entries. I will read out five entries for each film. The sooner you get it, the more points you get. Five after the first, four after the second, and so on. Yeah, 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 yeah. The winner is the most points after five films. And yes, there is a link between all five films for a bonus point. Okay. Are you ready? So there's five clues. Five clues for five films. Okay, okay. So film number one. There is some objectification of male muscles with exposed (laughs) arms and torsos. Pain and Gain? No. Oh, no. Thor Ragnarok. No. (laughs) There is a big fight sequence with aliens. Many aliens are killed and blood can be seen oozing from them. Is it Infinity War? It is Infinity War. Oh! I see you coming quick there. I was was, uh, briefly outraged by all the male muscles in that film. (laughs) So the other clues I had were, number three, the ending is very depressing and hard to watch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, could That could be haunting some it's children. It's a Disney movie. It's fine. Um, uh, clue number four would have been, someone starts to say mother, but is cut off before finishing the next word. Oh, I was really hoping it would say, but it's cut off before they can get in the inevitable fucker. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one was going to be, two scenes of stylized torture in a science fiction context. Mm. A bionic woman has her various parts stretched out. Another, various parts. Another man has thin shards of crystal poked into his face. Yeah. <laughs> It's very specific, isn't it? That's brilliant. But yeah, that's four points to Max there. I haven't got a pen, but I'm going to keep it in my head. I'm I'm most outraged by the fact that they say someone starts to say motherfucker. Yeah. Isn't it Nick Fury? Isn't it Sam Jackson? Well, I've sometimes removed the characters' names, Mm. uh, so it's not very obvious. You've given me a pen. What a brilliant guess. What a pro. (laughs) Uh, This game's brilliant, Richard. This is really good. I love this. It's good. Clue number two. Clue number one. We see several sheep being killed with a bolt gun. There isn't an actual scene in Silence of the Lambs where you see it, is there? Um, not that I know. No. It's not, it's not this film. 
Okay, this is quite a long one, but bear with me. Clean number two. In reality, there's only about 30 minutes of on-screen violence in the 135-minute runtime, which isn't a whole lot. At the same time, the movie is a psychological horror, so if you're not afraid of any of the things that the characters are afraid of, you're not going to be very scared while you watch this, if at all. <laughs> okay. So there's only about half an hour of on-screen violence in the 135-minute runtime. That's a bit of a clue there if you know your film runtimes. I'll give you a few seconds. Violence. And sheep A bolt gun? Mm. I'm going for clue number three. The kids throw away their school books and one of them says it's the best feeling ever. <laughs> one of the boys replies... Is it? It is it. Oh, of course. It is it. Nice. One of the boys replies, try tickling your pickle for the first time, which is a metaphor for masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of parents... <laughs> Being uh, objecting to a masturbation reference in Stephen in King's it. it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, clue number four was a 13 year old child's stomach is clawed, showing some claw marks. Mm. It would do, wouldn't it? It's been clawed. Uh, and the last clue people who have a fear of clowns should avoid this movie like the plague. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Max is on fire. Yeah, I'm getting. Yeah, come Done. on, Drew. You're letting down. I am. Nice the to be British. good at keyword countdown. <laughs> Every British person. I need to watch that movie again. Oh, it's really I've good. I've seen it a couple of times. Yeah. It's, good. it's good. Can't it's wait good. for chapter I saw, two. I saw it in theaters, and I was. I, I'm kind of a. I'm kind of a scaredy cat when it comes to movies. Mm. I definitely had some some drinks in the theater because <laughs> I was frightened by the mummy and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> Film number three. At worst, idiot, stupid, bozo, dirtbag, and creep are used as insults. At worst. So that's a clue of what? Bozo. So it was, was yeah, it was released in the 1960s, apparently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Clue number two. The Phillips family owns a large pit bull dog, which often appears quite scary. <laughs> that feels like a really big clue. It's got a name of a family. I know, but I didn't feel it's well known enough. Phillips. The, uh, the family. Worse is it Toy Story? That. It is Toy Story. Motherfucker! <laughs> is he called Sid, Sid Phillips? Phillips? He is Sid Phillips. Holy shit. This is an incredible performance. Unbelievable. I'm very proud of myself. Getting trounced. I want to hear the rest of these. Yeah, yeah number three. A character slaps another character in the face with a dismembered arm. <gasps> That's true. <laughs> number four. Andy's mum wears a lot of tight clothes which can show some cleavage. What? <laughs> I've never never noticed that, I have to say, Andy's in Toy Story. Andy's mum's objectified in Toy Story. That feels like more of the, that should be in like the can I jerk off to it section on IMDb. <laughs> like what kind of a weird, I don't think a parent wrote that. Uh, that seems like very uh, very odd. Also, what about those abomination toys that Sid has under his bed? That is well, clearly yeah. the most... Clue number five. Some toys had obviously been horribly mutilated off screen. <laughs> oh, that's quite a nice, like, humane way of thinking about it. It's not that they're scary toys to look at. It's yeah. that it's horrible that they were mutilated well, off screen. Mm. But they now are, as a result, freaks. A boy plays with fireworks. <laughs> that is true. That's right that wasn't on the. I'm not making them up. They weren't on the list. So, you know. Yeah, these... These are all genuinely Evil there. Parents. Some mad people have written some of these. <laughs> Film number four. There is a long scene in the morgue where a medical examiner is digging around in the insides of a corpse. Men in black. It is. Yes! I was going to get that. that straight from that? Yeah. That's Maybe a, yeah. I don't know Fucking that film well enough black. to uh, well, think of that as a scene. It's that it was a long scene because... There's like a big extended joke about him like digging around in the corpse yeah. and not seeing. I'm going to put this out there. Not the hardest quiz, but a funny one. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. Uh, well, we have to go through the rest of these. Yeah, now, I'd love to. Which are quite long. All right, uh, number two. One possible F word, but it's easy to miss. <laughs> Fifteen anima uh, anatomical terms Ooh. in brackets: three mild, dick, prick, and ass. <laughs> Eighteen scatological terms: crap, shit, and piss. 29 mild obscenities, three religious profanities, <gasps> two religious exclamations, <gasps> some minced oafs, name-calling, brackets, bastard, slimy, parasite, pudgy, etc. <laughs> he does call him a pudgy bastard. Yeah. Um, it, they've missed out. That's the uh, film where I learned the term POS to Ooh. mean piece of shit. There so uh, he calls what it a Ford POS. There. Um, and <laughs> clue number three for that one would have been a woman is taken hostage by a man who hides behind a hospital bed. She tells another man that she wanted him to see something, and she begins to point downwards. Um. It is implied that the man believes she was referring to her genitals. <laughs> she later accuses him of not understanding sexual independence. 
That's and that's worthy of parental <laughs> guidance. <laughs> Number four, an alien dressed in a human suit is shown holding a man's head, which turns out to be fake. And that that's not the final clue. No. Number five is going to be the scene where Frank the Talking Dog is being interrogated <laughs> and being shook all over the place repeatedly could be a little distressing. Just yeah, could be a little distressing and intense for some animal lovers. <laughs> I just put that one in because it was funny. Yeah, that's so bizarre. I just, I, I, I think I don't. I, I think I don't want to have kids anymore. Yes, they will be growing up in a world where other children have had parents like this. Yeah. You know, that's imagine this being a part of your day. Like you've spent time in your day just sitting down, being like, I've "Got to count the number of uh, religious expletives <laughs> they used in <laughs> Men in Black." <laughs> or mad, that 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 trumps like the part where the giant cockroach kills a man and wears his skin like a suit and you see it falling off of his body. It's It's all relevant. It's it's also not even... Like, IMDb can't have really been around in the form it is now when Men in Black came out. Not that I know. Which means that someone has sat down to watch Men in Black to do this since release. There's a whole whole website that's for... like it does like religious movie reviews. Oh yeah, and they're like, does it have? To, is it is it good good religious? Is this like a good movie? And it's like, <laughs> oh like God. what are what are the themes that it tells you? And you know, I think like the the weird euphemism is like, oh, is this a family film? You know, and it's like, <laughs> oh, it's one of those. One film to go. It is eleven to five. To so I, I can so you only need to win get this the I've, first time and get the link for a point to for draw. A draw. All right. So the final film. I've lost momentum. There is quite a long shooting scene in a nightclub. The girls are wearing quite few clothes. John Wick. It is, yeah. Yeah! Damn it! I could draw! I'm back in! Here we go. <laughs> Turns out the profanities are funny, yeah. but there's not many obscure ones because they're quite, <laughs> quite explicitly what's going on. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> number two 41 uses of fuck, 10 uses of shit, 3 uses of bitch, 1 obscene hand gesture. Gesture, one use of pussy and one use of cocksucker. <laughs> Someone's huh. counting these. It's a naughtier film than I remember it being. Yeah. Uh, Clearing my free was a character is attacked with baseball bats by the intruders. More upsetting than brutal. <laughs> Someone's made that judgment. <laughs> it's pretty brutal being yeah. attacked by baseball bats, but they found it upsetting. <laughs> um,. The next one. The main issue of the movie is the non-stop violence consisting of shooting, martial art fighting, and cars ramming into people. (laughs) Martial arts. (laughs) All all of the violence is stylized. Little blood can sometimes be seen during the action sequences. There's something really pathetic about martial art fighting. (laughs) You know that somebody's mom wrote that. Number five. What's that old 70s song that everyone was martial (laughs) art fighting? (laughs) (laughs) And number five. A puppy is killed. Very sad and disturbing, yeah. <laughs> which that isn't is wrong. So That's why Gav hasn't seen that film. For the link, it is currently 11 points to Max, 10 points to Joe. You get one point for the for link. link. Yeah. Between, and I'm going to read them out for people at home, Infinity War, It, Toy Story, Men in Black, and John Wick. Ooh, the tension... Tension. Wait, Men is it going to be a tie? John Wick, Toy Story. Are they all in trilogies? No. Ah. Um. No, not. No, oh no, it no. isn't. Damn and Infinity Wars, so you know. Well, yeah, it's more than. I'm going to give you a little bit longer, but not long, <sighs> not long. Can you nick it? Is it like the the sound guy or something? <laughs> that would be that would be brilliant. There's, Do you know I mean, my original a... link was going to be? All five have the names of Chili's in because of Scoville, but I cannot find five films that have the names of Chili's in the title. <laughs> that is full on. <laughs> There's no Habanero film. No. Uh, <coughs> I don't know. Uh, they all have sequels coming out this year. Oh, okay. That's a pretty front and center uh, link. Fair play. Yeah. I, thought you, I thought you were going to get it, to be honest. Because I mentioned Chip. the chapter. I know. Well, yeah, that was. Thank you, Richard from Pontypridd. That was. That was a fun a game. Fantastic that was concept. really good. We've only. I had, think we had a good time. If it, you know, we've only easy. had good games so far. Yeah. And well, the easiness is your fault, really. <laughs> okay. You could have chosen harder ones. If you'd led with the forty-one shits, I don't think it well, would have been as many. Yeah, but I just, you know, I was having a bit of fun right. at the same it time. Fun, it was great. Uh, Lighten up, you prick. Let's go on to. Uh, <laughs> let's go on to feedback. Uh, this is from Sheikh Habid. I'm not sure if I've pronounced that correctly. I apologise. This is called a bit from of glitter Hel- on your cheek. I know it's because of my glittery jumper. Oh, um, 
It's called Hello from Mexico. Hey guys, first time writer, six month old listener. You are too young for this podcast. Uh, although I have listened to your old podcast. I don't know what he means by that. Love the show. I'm a gynecologist. And I listen. <laughs> <laughs> and now you see why I've chosen it. <laughs> How old do you say he was? Six month old listener. No, Sorry, no. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a gynecologist. <laughs> Talk and I, about burying the lead there. <laughs> <laughs> and I listen to the podcast while I'm working or doing my rounds. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. I feel... <laughs> while he's working. Much more uncomfortable. Hopefully about, the paperwork. Yeah. No one should be forced to listen to this during an exam. Uh, while I'm working or doing my rounds. I actually was going to send my CV in because I think I could do an okay job on the podcast and to land With the job. What? Yeah. <laughs> and to land the job of one of the three deserters. But after the last podcast where you just destroyed the underqualified people, well, I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> um, there was, uh, yeah, there was an episode where Alex, who was in the midst of going through lots of CVs, <laughs> had a go at people who weren't quite good up, up to scratch. For Did the you ever job. get one that was printed on a cake? Haven't got one printed on a cake. Yeah. Funny thing with that is that people eat the cake and then they don't know. You forgot the name. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's quite sad. Um, Shake also provided a game, but we didn't have time for it today. But he's also written in to tell you the five worst movies of all time. Uh, So these are the worst movies I've ever seen that come to mind while I'm writing this. (laughs) It's stuck in traffic. This is a, is a bold move. Five. The Lobster. Do you know what? I need to watch it. I really like The Lobster. I didn't I didn't like it, but that's not the worst movie ever made. No. I love Killing of a Sacred Deer, though, his next one. Yeah, and I do need I to, get do need to that. see The Favourite. So. Yeah. Something tells dog. me I might like The Lobster. Have you seen Dogtooth? I haven't yet, because I, like I, need to, I feel like I need to be in the right zone to see that. Yeah, yes. I've never really found myself wanting to watch a film about institutionalised incest, but yeah. one time, maybe. It's, <laughs> it's, oh, it's horrible. Mm. Like, it's very... It's, like, properly... Mm. Horrific, yeah, but uh, in a way that feels kind of claustrophobic. And the lobster felt almost sprawling and like a mm. sort of yeah, I can sense. see that. What's the other one that he came out? It came out after Dogtooth. Uh. It's it's not good. Oh, like it's it's that's actually worse than the lobster. The okay. lobster I feel like had more conviction in what it was doing. Mm. I still didn't like it, but I think it was. You know, his his second movie is not great. Whatever came after Dogtooth. Mm. Number four. Green Hornet. I think that's fair. Oh, Lots of bother. people hate the Green Hornet. Yeah. Three, Snakes on a Plane. Controversial, I would say. That's almost In, so bad yeah. that yeah. you can enjoy it. I would argue it's not bad enough. I know yeah, you I think that's yeah. fair. You want it to, yeah, you want it to be almost more trashy. Uh-huh. It felt like Samuel L. Jackson almost redeemed it by being Samuel L. Jackson. Mm. I mean, the movie was a joke. It existed yeah. as a joke. It's, I, I don't, yeah. Two, The Happening. I think that's up there with a lot of people. Mm. I've still never seen that. No, it's enough one that I just haven't watched because never has it ever been recommended to me. Yeah. It's really, really funny. It's really, <laughs> it's genuinely a good time. Um, there's there's a scene where I don't know what Mark Wahlberg is doing. Uh, I don't know what his, like, I, I don't know what, what direction he's acting in or what direction he was given. But a woman, like a, a scary old woman is like suspicious of him or something. And he just, he has this, it's like when you're bad at L.A. Noir and you go from, like, you know, inquire to just accuse, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. He does that, and it's just, it's Mark Wahlberg going up to 90. It's 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 worth watching that, that terrible sounds film. sounds quite fun. Let's get on it. And number one, the worst time of all film. All, the worst, all, time worst time of all, all films. films. The worst time I've had with film ever. Is House of a Thousand Corpses, which I haven't I seen. watched it. It Can't sounds help. a laugh. Rob I Zombie. I, I think I saw that. It's not good. It's yeah. like Rob Zombie not good, though. It's still, again, yeah. it's trying to be a B-movie. Mm. I, well, basically, Mr. Habib doesn't like B-movies. Mm. That's what I've learned. He also oh. hasn't seen Catwoman starring Halle Berry. <laughs> it yeah. does not count. I think that this is... came from the question of what's the worst film you've ever seen in the cinema. Yeah. We were talking about, I've never walked out of a cinema, but... I don't think I could, but he, I think the worst film I ever saw in cinema was uh, X Men Apocalypse. I really hated that. Yeah. I don't know what. Don't know if you have an answer for that, Max. Um, have you ever walked out of a cinema? I've never walked out because mm. I, I I believe in in seeing car crashes through to the end. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I think. I mean. Spider-Man 3 remains my favorite movie-going experience (laughs) because I went in my small town and everyone simultaneously realized 
about 10 minutes into that movie that that is a bad film mm. and just everyone started open openly heckling it and i feel bad <laughs> to anybody who wasn't there for that but we were all just like dying laughing and everyone sort of knew each other well enough mm. that it was just like yeah. a big group mystery science theater just one really guy good. at the back just going this is a serious film <laughs> yeah the sandman's <laughs> talking <laughs> <laughs> it's the guy from sideways i was saying booers <laughs> uh right max would you like to read some feedback for us sure uh, I, can, I can read that's the one at the bottom there it's quite long i apologize I oh my i didn't cut any out all right. This weekend I saw Superbad for the second time. This Oh, this is from Ethan Delacroix-Jones. Um, That's a beautiful name. Yeah. Uh, this weekend I saw Superbad for the second time this month, and I must say I am absolutely in love with it. I should even say that at the tender and foolish age of 15, it is above Some Like It Hot and Hot Fuzz in my favorite comedies of all time. The Fair second- play like in Some Like It Hot at 15. Yeah. I would not have bothered. Yeah, right? Uh, The second time I saw it was with my parents, and with my twin having pulled out of watching it at the last minute due to the fact that it would be too awkward with our parents around, I was feeling anxious about whether or not it had been a good idea in the first place. Thankfully, the film was a resounding success, and I've never been happier about my parents' opinion of a film TV show. I've recommended to them since I'd shown them the brilliant first three seasons of Arrested Development. Fair play. With that in mind, I want to ask you whether there are any films with sex that that would would force you never under any conditions to watch with your folks or whether as adults you're beyond that kind of behavior. I remember once watching The Darjeeling Limited with my mom and brother and hiding my face in shame behind a pillow during the sex scene. Scenes, if you count the egregious bonus features. I was going to say that is technically a short film separately. Uh, however, in my humble opinion, I've matured a lot since then and think it. I could probably handle any intimate scene thrown at me as long as it isn't borderline porn. Um, God, any, anything I've... I got a doozy. Yeah. Uh, I uh, watched... Mulholland Drive with oh, my mom. I've, holy shit! I've also yeah. done that, and it's a bit of an awkward bit. Isn't yeah, it? that's too. But much. it's one of my favorite films yeah. ever. Uh, I, so I felt like I had to show. <laughs> I was. My mom would always do this thing when we were when I was sort of you know growing up and you know in you know late high school, early college when I still lived at home, and and she would always just sort of guilt trip me into watching movies with her. You know, she'd be like, "Oh, I got this movie. Do you want to hang out?" And I'd be like, "Ah, oh, fine, I guess." And she's she had some cool moments too, where she I remember one time. Uh, we're not, and we're not particularly religious, but um, you know, I did I go to did go to church growing up, and and one day she's like, I think she's like, oh, it's um, it's it's Easter. I thought we I thought we should celebrate. I'm like, what? And she's like, I rented Life of Brian. <laughs> I'm like, all right, that's that's cool, you know, do that. Mm-hmm. But the, um, we oh god, she put on uh, before the devil knows you're dead. Have you ever seen that? No, it's uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman and Ethan Hawke, and the opening premise of the movie is Philip Seymour Hoffman's like, hey, uh, our parents run a jewelry store and they're in their brothers uh, and we should rob it and they get the insurance money and we can be rich, which is a bad idea. Mm. And it gets worse from there. And anything that could possibly go wrong goes horribly wrong. <laughs> and it's not so much that it's like sex, sexual or bad or anything. I think there is like snorting heroin or something and probably mm-hmm. a sex scene. Uh, but my mom made me watch that. And I was just like, I just like was upset. Like I was too depressed <laughs> to go out. I was like, "Why did we? Why did you put this on?" Um, yeah, I think one for me would be my parents have never seen the room, but I think they'd appreciate humor-wise, they'd appreciate how bad it is that they'd find it funny. But that, that film opens with such a bad sex scene. It's got so many bad and so sex scenes. All, like for that to be your introduction, it's pretty much the opening of the film. Is yeah. that sex scene? He's he's like, so I veiny. He looks yeah. like a skin You'd, map. I feel like you have to. I'd have to get them through that for them to enjoy the rest of it. Yeah, that's. You just have to fast forward that bit. Oh, it's, it's unnecessary. So bad. When he just walks up, like just walks up at the end, just gets up. Oh, see, I think like yeah, no sex in films in general that. is like it's not a problem. It was when I was a teenager. It's not a problem anymore. I but. used I used to watch Law and Order every night with my mom. Mm. Special Victims Unit definitely got kind of weird, but like there was one point where they had some case about like somebody doing something involving internet porn, and mm. she turns and looks at me and goes, "I hope you don't do any of that." <laughs> and I'm just like the longest like two seconds of my life, and she's like. I'm like, no, mother, of course <laughs> not. And she goes, because I don't like it. And I was just like, I don't ah. I'm just like, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, <laughs> I still have terrible flashbacks to when my dad pointed to an internet history and I tried to claim it was pop-ups. Oh, we've all <laughs> had like, that moment. There's uh, pop-ups, couldn't do anything about it. It was on a PlayStation website. Yeah. Uh, that was no good. Nah. That was really horrible. Anyway, RIP Rob Celebs, my favorite website of the hey, time. Hey, I remember that one. Yeah, it opened with, <laughs> oh. it opened with a quote. Like oh, it, it played an audio clip of 
2001 or 2010 just said my god it's full of stars yes it, <laughs> god, that's why that's why i know that quote exactly mm. you know everyone what? knows it because they were looking yeah i wouldn't watch that, that. Was, that wouldn't was, watch that with your parents it was kind no. of the, no. the 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 proto mr skin the, that yeah. was the the that was the imdb of nudes in one of those that's a good quiz format yeah <laughs> one, of, one of those moments where uh Real life is sad and weird. Uh, I randomly read that Rob from Rob Celebs had died. <laughs> like, I think it was on Twitter. Someone was like, anyone remember Rob Celebs? Found out he's dead. And you're just like, I didn't need to know that Rob was that a man sucks. with a life. It's yeah. a good quiz format for you. Just reading out a description, move my move, of a love scene. And you have to guess what film it is. Oh, That's a good one. <laughs> it does sound horrible, though. Especially if you did it. Tommy Wiseau's <laughs> hand moves slowly down. <laughs> Obviously, you don't say the person's name. Yeah. But, you know. The camera pulls pulls out to reveal that you are not looking at a plate of cold cuts, but in fact, a nude man. <laughs> I think there's no better place to leave this episode of the IGN yep. UK podcast than with cold cut genitals. Mm. Uh, Max, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. It was really fun. Uh, and until next week, farewell. Bye.